0: On today's episode of the Marathon of History podcast, Marathon of History owner Matt Johnson talks to Dana Thorne who is the curator at the Lantun Heritage Museum. Dana has overseen a complete gallery and exhibit renovation at the museum located just south of Grand Bend and is excited to welcome the public back on June 2nd.
1: Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here. favorite historian from Marathon of History with this week's Marathon of History podcast. This week I'm joined by Dana Thorne and Dana is the curator at the Lambton Heritage Museum which is a really uh, really cool museum located just south of Grand Bend. Anybody uh, not from Ontario Grand Bend is on the lake here on shore, uh, sort of getting near the southern part of the lake. It's not far from pretty much west of London, uh, just north of Sarnia and This Lambton Heritage Museum is a really cool little museum, and they're undergoing a complete uh, gallery renovation. And this isn't just a little, uh, not just changing artifacts around or, you know, doing some minor stuff. This was a complete let's put everything away, let's change everything, and then let's bring uh, stuff back out that we think should be on display to the public. So it really is a complete body off restoration, if you will, for the Lampton Heritage Museum gallery. And a couple weeks ago, I was fortunate enough to have a look um, when I was dropping off some display components for Marathon of History, and it's a really cool space. Um, So I would certainly encourage anybody who's in Southern or Southwestern Ontario this summer, you know, just go by, check out the Lampton Heritage Museum um especially if it's uh you know if you're camping down there and it's a rainy day go and check it out they got some uh really great stuff there to see so without any further talking from me here's Dana Thorne from the Lampton Heritage Museum Hey Dana thank you very much for joining us on the Marathon of History podcast i think uh, everybody's really excited to see and hear about what's coming up at the Lampton Heritage Museum So Firstly, uh, before we get into the museum, tell me a little bit about your background. How did you end up uh, as curator at the Lambton Museum?
0: That's a good question. So I started um, working with the County of Lambton as an intern um, at the Oil Museum of Canada that oh, was okay. back in 2010. yeah. I had just finished the public history master's program at Western, and um, the public history program allows you to take courses in different aspects of, of museum work. So you do a museology course, uh, you do a course on archives, um, you do uh, the digital history courses to talk about how it's um, kind of innovative ways to to introduce history to the public. And um, there's always an internship at the end of that master's. And I was uh, fortunate enough to do my internship at the Oil Museum of Canada. So I was there for a summer. And then after that, there was a, um, a position that opened at Lambton County Archives, the archivist position there. Um, which I worked at Lambton County Archives for um, seven or eight years. Okay. Before coming uh, before coming here to the curator position at Lambton Heritage Museum.
1: Oh, right on. So you've uh, you've been in Lambton County then for your whole career. That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, and it's that's one of the really exciting things about uh, looking at this exhibit development right. um, has been being able to to pull in you know my experience at Oil Springs and my experience at the Lampton County Archives and putting all those pieces together into the new exhibit.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Fantastic. So, so for the reno itself, uh, when was that first sort of started? Like when, when was the idea, um, that, you know, what let's, let's change up the museum in a big way, not just, uh, you know, one or two little things.
0: Yeah. So, um, we've been doing a kind of a series of stages of improvements here at the Lambton Heritage Museum. In 2018, we, um, opened a new collection storage area. So the museum was, uh, struggling with uh, having too many artifacts in too small a space, so we took one of our exhibit galleries and we, we reimagined that as both um, a place to display artifacts as well as a place to have our, our collection in kind of open storage uh, where the public could um, have a look at the artifacts that are part of the museum collection that aren't necessarily on display.
1: Oh, okay, right on. So
0: one of the first stages of our renovation was to get kind of our artifact storage and then back up house in place. Uh, we were also working on improvements to our HVAC systems so we had proper, you know, temperature and humidity yeah. controls uh, to care for all of those artifacts. And then we did some improvements kind of on the museum grounds with the new, new parking lot, and um, new items out front. And now we're on to this uh, the exhibit uh, renewal phase, which uh, for me is the, the most exciting one. Yeah, for sure. There was a, a community survey that was done here in Lambton several years ago, and um, members of the community had identified kind of uh, revising this exhibit space, one of the priorities and one of the things that they they wanted to see happen here at Lambton Heritage Museum. Our old exhibit space had been pretty static uh, since the 1990s. Um, a lot of the same artifacts were on display or had been on display um, for quite some time. So there wasn't a lot of new things for visitors to see when they came here.
1: Right. And
0: um, it's also not good for the artifacts to be on on permanent display. It's good for them to be able to have have a chance to rest and not always be um, be under the right the lights and the exposure to the dust and and uh, the visitors and everything. So yeah, there were also um, in the old gallery we had some issues with uh, like accessibility and legibility of of the text. Um, it really needed to be that space really needed to be um, to be revamped.
1: Right. Right. Uh, I find it interesting, too, like how you talked about uh, with basically the exhibits having not changed for a while because, I mean, museums are also somewhat competing for entertainment dollars. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's good to have something new to bring people back in. And I think definitely you will do that with this reno. Um, so what what was your sort of what was your vision for the renovation? Like what 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 was your main thing you wanted to do, like a brighter space, a bigger space? Uh, what, what was your sort of vision for that? <laughs>
0: We wanted to design a space that had a better flow for our visitors. Okay. So um, in the old gallery, you would walk into the gallery and there was immediately a wall in front of you. You could either go left or right, but it was never really clear which way people should progress through the exhibit space. And um, on our left, we had a temporary gallery. So in the temporary gallery, we would um, create feature exhibits or bring in exhibits from other other museums or, um, or deliver school programming. And then um, on the other side, you can go through the permanent display. But with uh, with the new design, we we have more of an intentional path um, okay. that visitors can work through um, work through kind of the, the themes and the artifacts. And then uh, when they come to the end, we we still have a new temporary gallery space. Um, but in in the new space, it's much more. You can either go into the space or we're able to close it off when we're not using it. So it's a lot more deliberate, um, I guess than than the design was previously. So it's nice to see.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And just having that that flow, like you say, for people uh, sort of uh, a direction will really help for sure.
0: Mm -hmm. And then from uh, working with our architectural firm, um, the, the, and the design, it's beautiful. It's very modern, which sounds kind of funny. (laughs) It's funny in a museum where we're, where we're showing old things, but it's very right. modern and and it's very clean. Uh, it's very bright and um, airy as well. One of the things we did was remove the drop ceiling that we had before, so and we um, painted the painting the ceiling white. So now when you when you look up, the room feels much larger and it feels much brighter.
1: Okay. I can uh, I can definitely attest to that. When I visited there a couple weeks ago, it was uh, very bright, and I I really liked that under exhibit lighting. That was really cool. Yes,
0: yeah, so we've got yeah the strips of LED lighting um, underneath a lot of our display plants, and we can d- adjust the color of the lighting as well, which is, that's cool, which is pretty cool depending um, depending what we want to highlight. And we also have kind of um, niches display niches where you can show artifacts. And those are backlit as well with the okay. same kind of LED LED lighting strips. And we nice. can adjust uh, adjust the lighting on those as well.
1: That's really neat, though. I have so much uh, ability to just adjust the look of the space for sure. And then uh, so will it be like the CN Tower when Toronto wins the Cup this year? You'll light the museum up blue? <laughs> you don't have to answer. Well, blue, that.
0: <laughs> blue is our uh, blue is the, the the county brand color.
1: Ah, well, there you our go. County brand colors <laughs> and the
0: color for and Heritage Museum. So we will we will likely have a lot of blue.
1: Excellent. So so as the renovations went on, I mean, obviously COVID uh, COVID was a challenge. But was there anything that sticks out as uh, like a particular challenge, or or something that maybe you didn't see coming, or something that just proved uh, you know something sort of overcome.
0: I think when you have a collection, as, as large as the number of artifacts we have here at Lambton Heritage Museum, one of the biggest challenges is deciding what to show. Right. Um, you know, we have over, over 25,000 artifacts in the museum collection. So how do you prioritize the artifacts you want to have on display and, and the stories that you want, want to be able to tell? It can be a really, um, a really daunting to have this huge space and then all these artifacts, but deciding how, how to narrow that down. Um, and establish you know clear clear themes and a clear path for the visitor. Um, things that that will engage people and that they'll, they'll be interested in. Right. So right. I think trying to decide where to start with uh, which artifacts to show and which stories to tell, um, right. was a challenge. But it was also also really exciting to be able to approach kind of this blank canvas and and um think about what.
1: What we it could do must, with it. It must be to have a complete blank canvas. Like I I don't imagine in a museum curator's uh career there would be that many times when you have that much option to uh to do so much. So it must have really been yeah. fun and daunting.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely a, a once in a career kind of um exhibit renewal. So that's really exciting to yeah. to be
1: a part of. For sure. So so if you had to show friends or family uh, the new space, what, what would you be you know, sort of the most proud of? Like, what, what would be your, your thing you would want to show them? Besides the whole space, obviously. Uh, yeah. We've integrated
0: some, some neat technology in a, in a few different areas. Um, the first thing when you walk into the new gallery, we have four, four screens um, on the wall and they're, they're framed with uh, antique frames from the museum collection, but they look like computer monitors. Okay. And uh, what we've done with those is we're showing some of the changing faces of Lambton County. Um, so we took pictures from our archival collection, and we scanned those pictures. And then we used um, software to animate the faces. So the faces wow. in the pictures are actually looking around on the screen. So they're oh, looking up, cool. and they're, they're looking down. It's kind of like the pictures in Harry Potter. All the portraits <laughs> on the walls in in <laughs> Um And I right, think that'll make, right. that'll make a real impression for people kind of right when they walk into the space to see these archival pictures with these faces of people from Lambton County's history um, that are that are looking around and that are animated. And we chose pictures representing um, different periods of our history as well. Okay, so one okay. of one of the characters um, is Young Gull, who was a chief at Omdenon uh, First Nation. Um, one of the characters is uh, Ned McRobie, who was um, associated with Lambton's 149th Battalion when he was a child. He was uh, kind of their mascot and drummer at uh, okay. recruitment drives for, for Lampton's 149th. Um, and then we've got a, a picture from the 1950s that shows a bunch of Sarnia Observer uh, newspaper carriers at, at a figure skating show at okay. Paterina So, And in that one, we'll have different different. Kids from the crowd kind of peering out of the picture and looking around at different times. so I think that's wow. really cool. It's a great way to use our archival pictures as well as technology and I think people are going to really like that.
1: Wow, that is that is really neat and like you say using uh, you know something in the archives and adding it to modern technology to make it exciting. I think that's fantastic. so uh, so when uh, when can the public uh, come check out the new space?
0: Um, it's going to be open to the public June 2nd. All right. Which for me is uh, thirty working days from today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's sneaking up for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're definitely uh definitely excited about that. But um yeah, lots uh, <laughs> lots to finish up before then.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know I'm sure there is. So so you have the new gallery and then of course you uh you have the outdoor space as well, right? Is there uh there's lots for families to do outdoors um as well at the museum, I understand.
0: Yep, yeah. We've got five historic buildings on the ground here at the museum so people can go through. Um, we have a historic church. We have a, um, a early home from that was built in 1857. We've got a slaughterhouse, a blacksmith shop. People can go through those spaces. There's also a walking trail, the Woodland Heritage Trail. It's about one kilometer long. Okay. And so people can kind of do do the walking trail through the uh, the beautiful oak Savannah habitat that surrounds the museum. And um,
1: well, and Of course, you're just south of Grand Bend, which is a great uh, summer destination. So there you go. Good yeah, reason.
0: it'll be great to have the uh, the exhibit opening just in time for the summer season. We get uh, lots of campers from Piney Provincial Park.
1: Okay, that, right, right. Uh,
0: yep, yeah, that come here to the museum when they're in their area, and then a lot of tourists to Grand Bend as well. So you know, One so... of the things. One of the, one of the other things we've done throughout um, the exhibit is make sure that we're highlighting different municipalities across Lambton County. Okay. So um where I mean we're located just south of the Grand Bend so we have a lot of Grand Bend material but also making sure that we're representing all of the different areas of Lambton County and then um for people who might not be familiar with our local history helping to to situate them so that they can understand um a bit more about our local history.
1: Right, right. No, that's great especially with that that area you're in you're bringing people in from everywhere so it's uh, it's nice to share the local history and mm-hmm. uh I guess uh I guess a rainy day down there is a good thing for the museum because all the campers and whatnot uh might be coming indoors. So, <laughs> so Yes, there they you do. Go. <laughs> and soon
0: there'll be there'll be lots more for those uh those visitors to see inside. We exactly.
1: In exactly. No, that's yeah. great. That's great. Well I I appreciate uh I appreciate you taking time to talk to me, Dana. And uh I wish you uh, all the best with the rest of the renos. Well,
0: wonderful. Thank you, Matt.
1: Well, there we have it. Dana Thorne from the Lamped Heritage Museum. And of course, as she mentioned, the museum will be opening to the public on June 2nd and from there on out for the rest of the summer. And, uh, you know, like like we mentioned in the interview there, there's more to do than uh, just indoor stuff there. So, you know, even if it's a nice sunny day or whatever, the family can go and uh, there's outdoor buildings, walking trails and uh, lots of stuff to do there. So, yeah, if you check it out if you're in southwestern Ontario, the Lampin Heritage Museum. Well everybody that's all the time we have for this week's edition of the Marathon of History podcast and I really want to thank each and every one of you for listening it really means a lot and of course you can like this podcast on whatever podcast platform you have to get all the most recent episodes and you can follow along with Marathon of History at Instagram and Facebook and of course you can check out marathonofhistory.ca where you can see all of my upcoming events read the current issue of the magazine and learn a whole bunch of interesting local history things so there you have it thank you again and we'll talk to you next week